to the Royal Four Podcast. My name is Raz. And meat's back on the menu, boys. And we're going to talk about TD! Oh, that was... Tuneless? Well, tuneful. It was, a, it was an attempt at tuneful. I don't think it worked out quite that way. It had something in it. It and did. I, and I liked it. A little bit of spice. I wanted to mix it up slightly. And also, I was staring at the um, at our wave pattern on the computer, and I forgot that I was still making noise out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I do that yeah. often. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. How's it going for you? Yeah, it's good. Snow today, which sucks. I hate the snow. Oh, I quite like the snow. Do you? It feels like you're going on an adventure. I don't mind the snow when it shuts the world down, but it's when you have to go out in the snow and like walk places. <laughs> yeah, it is super fucking inconvenient yeah and i went out and my boot was leaking even worse oh mm. uh i'm gonna have to ask boot in car or boot in shoe boot in shoe oh no yeah so i had to walk like a mile and a half with a wet foot gross yeah there's nothing worse than a wet foot i completely agree i i always make sure there's a spare pair of socks somewhere near me do, what, just in any eventual? There's a spare pair of socks in my like glove compartment of my car. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Weird. <laughs> well, I do work in water as well, so having a wet foot is, is relatively common for me. Uh, anyway, enough about me and my wet feet. Let's talk about You're D&D. you a puddle inspector. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'd love to be a puddle inspector. What a job. It's gross. That's a puddle. <laughs> Kids love puddles, you know this. Like, all kids love all puddles, full stop. That is yes. a fact about life. At okay. what point during our during our like development as human beings do we stop loving puddles? When the crushing reality of adulthood comes oh, settling in. Man. Otherwise known as bills. Uh, <laughs> I hate that bills guy. Bills and utility. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to talk about half orcs. Not full orcs. Not full orcs. Half orcs. Semi-skimmed orcs. Yes, because this is a, uh, a races slash species podcast, not a, uh, not a monsters one. Because an orc is a monster, right? monstrous yes but like uh, oh you're asking as in the context of D&D. yeah yeah you'd find them in the monster's manual sort yeah. of thing whereas a half orc you find in the player's handbook yes because it is something that a person can play as a character um i have not um come across many of them in all of my podcasting and television watching and youtubes and general experience in D. i don't think i've ever seen anyone that's opted to play a half orc <laughs> they are they are without a shadow of doubt one of the the least popular player uh, like playable races which is strange yes and no i mean i've got i've got some kind of thoughts on why that's the case sure um i mean spoilers for for ahead but there's other things that do what they do better um interesting and it's I don't know, it's a little bit of a mutt of a of a character and it's not like it um it's not like it's new and shiny. It's it's a bit it's understood. Mm. So the idea is it's not like a teethling where it came out and everyone was like, Oh, this is demonic and new and fun and a bit edgy. It's everyone knows what an orc is. It's a worse version of that. <laughs> I, I suppose actually, like um if because there's so many different races you can play now yeah half orc is down there with human isn't it it's like why would i bother and also i guess because because lord of the rings and everything like that orc has been done to death we all know what an orc is and whereas elves and wizards have kept their have kept their popularity for some reason Mm. i don't think i'll ever play an elf or a wizard if i'm honest with you no i don't think i will either but half orcs because of dumb lines like meat back on the menu boys 
it, yeah, it's it's kind of done. It's a little bit. It is, but it's boring fantasy. Mm. It's not for everyone. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I've played a half orc character, half orc character. Yeah, the one that thought it was a wizard. Oh, sure, and wasn't yeah, yeah. a wizard. It was just stupid. And there's not huge differences between like half orc and like Goliath, is there? Really? But what would you rather play? Uh, excellent point. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like there isn't a lot of difference, and so I mean. First off, before we jump way, way ahead of ourselves, because I've got rhymes and reasonings behind all of this, let's talk about what a half-orc is. Yes, actually, that is a good idea. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to kind of read the stereotypical, uh, you know, caption and, and description from the player's handbook and stuff like that, because it's boring. Yeah. Um, but half-orcs are tribal. They're... You know, quite monstrous in nature. They are, you know, pale grey skin. Uh, eyes are kind of off-colour greyish. And full orcs, they have like full black eyes and things like that. But they, they are, they are not kind of uh, part of civil society. They're outsiders. They're outcasts. They're they're quite savage in nature. Or they're portrayed as quite savage in nature. Um, but the half orc has a human side as well. So they whilst outwardly look savage and tribal and they're part of that kind of tribal hierarchy, the human side also kind of yearns for built-in society, not being an outsider. They're a fantastic uh, dichotomy of each other because one doesn't exist where the other one should. Yes. And I find that really interesting. It's, um, I think it's one that like, we were going to talk about the problematic features of half-orcs a bit later as well but there is there is this sense of um anything tribal and outsidey being kind of described as dumb and savage which yeah. i think is really reductive it is yeah and it's a fancy trope that needs to be kind of swept away i think yeah it's bad <laughs> i mean I, god i'm gonna say the words it's bad D D if you do that mm. but it's lazy it's lazy just to around and go uh, unintelligible kind of grunting noises and then like wham in a club over the head unless you're doing it kind of for a reason um but like they're, they're not that all they are is they are i think un yeah like uncivilized has a really kind of um bad connotation to it but by by uncivilized you mean like not part of civilized, civilized society yeah, like yeah. buildings and and shops and money like they don't have currency or an economy or a the fancy hippies yes oh we're back to hippies we talked about barbarians being like hippies didn't we which is kind of apt because they are best suited to that kind of that kind of area some of their racial traits are borrowed straight from the barbarian table yeah they are i mean the the synergy between barbarian and half orc are you know chef's kiss yeah we talked about how elves can play pretty much any class half orcs Mm. Which is why I think so. So you get the idea of half orcs, yes. right? So they are they're taller. They're still medium sized but they're taller. They're they're more muscular. They're more well built. Um, you know, they do still have human features. So whilst I say like their their skin colours, uh, you know, not the standard human palette. It's more of like a greyish, greenish, uh, even darker than that. Um, their eyes can still be kind of like a, a, on the human spectrum. Um, but they tend to be a bit more greyer, a bit darker. Um, but with all that kind of being said, they do lend themselves perfectly for, for one particular thing, and I think that's one of the biggest cons about them. Yeah. Is 
because of their size, because of their stature, because of their backgrounds, because of everything like that, it's very hard to move away from Marshall with them. Yes, you right? are cornered very much by it. Yeah, and you'd, even not you say Marshall, you'd even not go rogue or or monk, yeah. would you? I mean, I so there are two. I would never go rogue. Yeah. Um, not not if you're going to go like typical. What is ty- what is typical? I would always play something completely different with a half orc because I'm not a min maxer. I just want to do something weird and fun. Mm. Um, but if you have any kind of want or need to be effective within the game, <laughs> you're you're gonna go barbarian and at a stretch fighter. Yeah, but it's barbarian, really. It like, is. It's you, know, you can't look past everything else. I mean, there are some cool things in fighter that might help you along with the the racial traits. Now we say this, but there is the variant half orc. Which I know nothing about, and I'm pretty sure you've just made up to be contrary. I I, I genuinely haven't because it surprised me as well. Um. Let me talk to you about the half orc. So okay. the variant half orc is called Mark of the Finding, and it's from uh, it's from Eberron. Although we can't find it in the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this might be some homebrew thing that I've stumbled upon, but it says Source Eberron rising from the last war. So and basically it's it's a mm. it, it's a casting uh, half orc. So um, let me I'm just going to chuck some mechanics in now, seeing okay. as we're here. So the regular half orc. Um, gains uh, ability score increase uh, to strength and constitution, whereas the variant half-orc gains it to um, wisdom and constitution. So, yeah, okay, so it really does lend itself to casters and things yeah. like that. Um, rather than getting... So the regular half-orc has relentless endurance, which is you get dropped to zero hit points, you can choose one instead, which is from the barbarian table, yeah. um, and also savage attacks, which is an extra damage die for critical hits which again barbarian table uh the variant half orc gets some hunter's intuition which is advantage on uh survival checks and also finders magic they get given spells like innately racial spells huh yeah like like elves get their spells just because um variant half orcs get these too now these are things like um fairy fire long strider locate plants and animals clairvoyance uh commune with nature so really going like the hippie route right? absolutely and again these, these are very much from the um uh from some of the barbarian tables like the slightly more magic barbarians wow. they're the kind of spells that they get so they've kind of stuck with the with the barbarian-esque elements yeah but they've made them smarter yeah and of the land it's a bit more so this this directly goes into kind of the biggest the biggest thing is that I think Wizards of the Coast did that I think helped half orcs because, in my opinion, half orcs don't belong in the Forgotten Realms. Interesting, because they're not. They are the worst playable. I, I mean, I'll just throw my hat out there. They are by far the worst playable race in the Faerun or Forgotten Realms setting. Sure. When they they had to do something, they had to do something to make half orcs interesting. Uh, relevant, or even just kind of, you know, not fish out of water. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they didn't—they didn't seem like they were from that world. Um, so then they brought out Eberron, which is all about kind of the savage lands and things like that, and that breathed new life into Half Orcs because everything is very, very tribal. It's all—it's all as I said, like Savage Lands probably sums it up perfectly. Um, and bringing that into it as well, bringing the variant into it really does i think make half orcs quite viable and quite interesting now because you have 
you have a couple of different options and you're not just relying on being the dumb martial character that has to be an outsider that has to be this has to be that um it, it brings you into an an area that's your own home whereas beforehand you had to you, you didn't live there that's not your home yeah and with the history of like Faerun, you know sword coast like you say half orcs are not welcome so if you're walking yeah. around in your party and you're a half orc and you want to go buy some you know health potions from the general store oh scary oh. yeah you're gonna yeah. get all that nonsense and that's that's not something we said with the elves things that's not something we want in our games no is it? i hate that and it's it's a real it's a horrible trope that some people really enjoy that i i find genuinely just a little bit uh, a little bit embarrassing mm. to do constantly. Like it's if I'm sat around and I have to make everyone scared of a certain character, it puts them at a massive disadvantage. It's so lazy. Like it's it's you know they say in storytelling, show don't tell. Yeah, it's a bit like that. It's it's, it's like you haven't done anything to make people scared of you. It's just because of the way you look. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, like yeah. I say, we have this shit in society. I don't want it at my table. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Although saying that. There is something that you just touched on earlier about the human side of the half-orc. Mm. There is real potential for a wonderful story arc from the half-orc raised maybe by orcs. Yeah, yeah. Having that arc and ending up in civilized society and showing Faerun and the Sword Coast, no, I am half-orc, which means I am half-human or half-whatever, yeah. or whatever, and showing what they can do. And I guess the variant is another way of doing that, saying I'm not just swinging a club, check out this magic I can yeah, do. Yeah, I, I see, I, and this will bring on to the slightly problematic side, but I I really enjoy a character arc that is, that is similar to what a half-orc would kind of go through, like a character based with that race would, would do, which is you have two very, very distinct warring sides of yourself. Mm. And I think that, brings a real kind of conflict just within that one character i mean if you looked at our um you know the the knives theory that we've previously spoken about in um, yeah in like session zero and things like that um and things like plot hooks um but it's it's been built right so you already have a thing you have two warring parts of you one is more tribal one is more savage one is civilized and yearns for oh, society. You know, just just the way that you say that. Thinking about DMing a half orc now, and just giving giving your player and giving your character the choice between you know kill and capture, um, question and torture, mm-hmm. and just watching that Jekyll and Hyde themselves. Just, just watching that play out. If you've got a, a player who's really willing to commit to that role play, That's it, yeah, I think you could have such a such an interesting story yeah. going on there. I mean, pff, has it been done before? Yeah, sure. But we're all amateurs sitting around a kitchen table, mm-hmm. and f- for us to be able to have a go at that, I think would be really exciting, actually. Yeah, I think it actually lends itself. And and you now see that it's actually kind of... It's a shame that, that Half-Orc isn't picked more regularly. And it's more nuanced than they give it credit for. Yeah, it's, that's it. It's packaged in such a vanilla way that really doesn't deserve it. Like, there's actually a lot of kind of meat on the bone there, and it's... Meat is back on the menu, boys. Full circle. <laughs> I'm a wonderful person. <laughs> now, I want to talk quickly about um, the half-orc that you've put in our campaign. Oh, yeah. Because um, we've been playing for nearly two years. I say this all the time. Yeah, We're yeah. level 14. We've had some absolutely... <laughs> brag. <laughs> <laughs> we've, um, you know, we've we've fought Strahd. We've met Vecna. We've done, like, uh, dungeon crawls. We've done we've puzzle done rooms. Cliches, we've done yeah. so much stuff. And yet, one of the best nights we've 
ever had at the table it goes down in legend was a weird little um side quest plot hook that we went down Mm -hmm. we ended up in a village full of orcs that was led by a big bad orc whose son was a half orc Mm -hmm. and the son with a half orc the 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 um the more civilized side of him was definitely winning and he wanted to change the way the orcs went and we helped him defeat his father in battle so that he could take command of the orcs Mm -hmm. and they ended up uh kind of uh not deus ex machina but they they came they they answered the call when we had the battle of Waterdeep, and they came and they we lit the beacons they (laughs) saved our asses and they came in and now the city of Waterdeep, their 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 house guard is made up of orcs yeah so you have you dm made a nuanced and interesting and arced story based around a half-orc that we got to play in. And it was, it goes down in history. Like, it is one of the best nights we've ever had. Yeah, it was It was a fun way of doing it. And it was because you guys didn't actually fight, you helped him mm. fight. Yeah, we, like, provided advantage and stuff like that. Yeah, you moved, uh, like, you, you kicked dust up, you moved, like, tent, um, like, curtains and things like that, and you, like, added back. Like, it was really cool. Um, and in fairness to you guys as players, like what made it amazing was you you immediately bought into the whole mm. story, and it's it's one of those weird things that I won't talk about plot hooks and, and stories and stuff too much because we've got other podcasts for that, um, other episodes, not other podcasts. I'm not cheating on you. I swear. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, who has the time in this economy? Tell me about it. Um, but you know, it, you immediately kind of went this this character. I want to win. Because they want change, because they want this, and you guys, you guys just follow through with a lot of it, and that I let you into a little secret. That was all improv, like none of that existed before you guys were there. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. It's it, it just goes to show how good you are at improvising on the fly, um, and how important that DM screen is. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say less that is more the DM screen, isn't it? Um, but like I say, it's. Yeah, we it's, we've done it. We've touched on it, and we've kind of we've we've lived it, um, which I find like, which is what makes kind of D and D so good because you can take one thing and you know the majority ninety percent of the D and D community were like ah it's you know it's rubbish, you know why do this why do that and then there's that ten percent who kind of take it and make it into something completely new and everyone learns what that new thing is and then it becomes more of a zeitgeist you know it becomes part of the culture. And like like everything in D anD D, it's as good as you make it. Yeah, it, you get out as much as you put in. And if you go in with a half orc that's like, "I half orc, I hoodwood club," then no one's you're going to get that. That's yeah, what you're going to get. You're going to be four sessions in. You're going to be bored. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas damn. there's there's much more to be done. Um, now on a on a very very detailed and professional uh, doc that I'm scrolling through here, mm. you've said, "Are orcs elves?" Yes. What are they? What I'm asking you. Are orcs elves? Yeah. Now, this is the Lord of the Rings thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't Lord of the Ring don't elves like plant orc babe or orc seeds in the ground and they grow or something? It, yeah, they're basically a derivative of uh, you know uh, an evil corruption of elves. So does that mean they have like long lives and stuff like that? Same same dealio. And sure, that's a real good question. That I don't know. Good eyesight. Yeah, they well they got dark vision across the board. Oh, of course they have because they're not a 
human, human. <laughs> <laughs> or goliath or, or goliath, goliath. <laughs> for some fucking reason um so is there any law of that in D D? that no they they go so I, I threw that kind of question in just because I, I i find it quite interesting is that one of the things that tolkien went no 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 no. you're not having that uh, yeah you can have the word orc but you can't have you orcs can't have, growing out of the ground exactly that um but it's yeah it they so wizards of the coast go a very different direction they have their own you know lineage and, and mm. things like that it's not it's not related to elves at, at all, but yeah, in Lord of the Rings, they are very much a, a derivative of, but it's seen as um, a corrupted version of. See what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. We're already going. That's why it's kind of problematic in a way because you, orcs are already starting off, uh, you know, on, on a poor footing because they're already like a corrupted version of something, or they're a lesser version of something, or they're you know, and all of that kind of wording and, and the way they're viewed kind of does create a problem that that makes it go you know oh they're not they're not that good right it seems we've let, we've gone there into the problematic side of it. yeah um it's this feels like a, a ripping the the plaster off kind of thing yeah it's it's one of those things where it comes down to your table but um you have educated me today mm. in saying that there are people out there in the world that say that half orcs are problematic because a half orc means there has been some kind of union between orc and human yeah. and that that union was not necessarily consensual yeah it's basically there are and this isn't wizard of the coast wizard of the coast very much turn around and say you know half orcs are made through an alliance that has been existed between you know humans and, and orcs for an eternity uh, which is a really crap way of turning around and addressing an issue, which is if you're describing one race as completely savage, mm. uh, they're well known for their kind of pillaging, for you know raiding and things like that, and then you're bringing a kind of, a, a, again, a subspecies of that by, you know, having it mixed with human what's what's the kind of, what's the uh, what's the idea here? Because it it kind of infers that there is something non-consensual happening there. Yeah, it's really difficult because my, my immediate thought is to think that, right, these people that think that um, a half-orc can only be born out of like a non-consensual union, yeah. I think that's really, uh, it's really small-minded to think yes. that all kind of tribal people or whatever are all, you know, bad and uh, offenders of some kind of description. Mm-hmm. But then I think, but Wizards of the Coast, you did describe them that way. Yeah. It's, it, it's, this isn't taken from the real world. This is a fantasy world. And you have described them as, as savage and, like you say, pillaging. Um, you know, kind of land pirates, if you will. Vikings is what I yeah, always go yeah. for. Yeah, and so that is going to happen. Um, I think... Hard, uh, isn't it? It is, it is. And it ultimately, this is a fantasy game. Mm-hmm. And your whatever edition you're playing, yeah. whatever iteration of the game, you sit down at your table, it is your world. Yes. It is your rules, it is your law, it is your history. If you choose to have that as part of your history, I don't want to play at your table. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. So just go, um, yeah, orcs are, um, use the word tribal, don't use the word savage. Use the word uncivilized. Don't use rape and pillage. Yeah. And have half orcs as what Wizards of the Coast have very, very kind of um, half arsedly said uh, an, an a alliance. union, an alliance, yeah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Because 
it is it's much more it's much more palatable and no, we don't want it at the table it makes me think when we talked about um mind flayers illicids yes. And they are they're evil and all that kind of stuff. And I kept making the point that oh, but evil is is just about your perspective. You know, as far as they're concerned, they're forwarding forwarding their species. They're just keeping alive. They're killing as many lesser creatures as humans kill deers and antelope and stuff like that. And I think that's where you have to look at orcs. Yeah, do you know what I mean? They're not they're not evil, horrible, like offensive creatures. They're just different. And if a human falls in love with one brilliant it's yeah i mean you can go unfortunately because of the way you've worded that you can also go the other way which is excusing the non-consensual side of it because that's what they would do it's almost a a, my character would do that situation but oh yeah it's it depends on your table i i really heavily go against anything like that and i i agree with you like i if that's something that you write into your campaign it's something that i don't really want to be part of um and i think and i think the the fact that the wording doesn't help and i think the community doesn't help it either because they they constantly bring it back up uh there kind of needs to be a line in the sand that acknowledges it makes a better makes a better pathway for it yeah let's curve around that yeah let's let's give a definitive here let's not just kind of go oh it's just you know it's an alliance of whatever no don't do that acknowledge something put it right and then move on Mm. um i just don't understand the only way for that to come up in a campaign is for it is for a player to have a character that's a half orc mm -hmm. and for part of their backstory to be one of their parents was attacked by the other one of their parents so here's so here's the other part but let me let me just yeah, carry on okay. with this just quickly. And I first of all, I don't understand why why you'd want that to be part of your backstory. That's a session zero thing. You're doing this right from the get go. Mm-hmm. And I think the only reason, the only way I can possibly conceptualize why someone wants to do that is because they want it to be gritty and dark. Yeah. And if the only way you can make something gritty and dark is to make sexual assault part of it, then then read a fucking book. Do you know what I mean? The problem is, is some people have read a fucking book and it's part of it. Oh, do you read, know, a, that, read a better book. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's throw let's throw something, a series that is lauded. Oh, don't. Is it going to be Fifty Shades of Grey? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Something that has won awards. There, and is, things. there is much less of it in the books than in the TV absolutely, show. Yeah. But it's still, no, you're it's totally still right. part of it. But that's not what makes it gritty and dark. No, no, no. But this is the misunderstanding, right? Mm. George R. R. Martin has created a world that is gritty. Mm. And he is quite clearly an exceptional writer. And he's conceptualized something that's that's quite brilliant. When people try to copy that, and make and as you know, when you copy a copy, it becomes worse and it's worse. Diluted, yeah. You then end up with something that's problematic, which is someone going, "I've read this before. Sexual assault now happens in the world because I've read it and done that." And they're not careful, and they're not they're not treating it with with any sort of respect. There is, like I said, there is no part of me that would ever want to be part of a campaign or DM anything that has anywhere near that. Because it's just not something that I want to have as a something that I want to deal with as a hobby or fun or a game with my friends. It's not something that I want to be part of. But I have read some player backstories that have used it and used it to great effect. And everyone at the table has clearly worked well with it. And they have all dealt with it maturely and they've all done it. And that's the only way that it could ever have any breath. Ever. 
Um, and it was a story of, of this, this one half-walk character where sex and assault was the reason why they were born. And it, the whole character arc was this, this one half-walk character basically hating the orc half of them mm. and constantly warring against the orc side and hating it and becoming um, you know, substance abuse because of it and uh, basically trying to get rid of that side of them and to try and overcome it. And they did, and it became you know, a part of contention and like, so orc camps would have these very clear, you know, areas of it where, where there was clearly abuse going on, but they would agree to that. Now for me, that's a big no. Mm. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it, but it worked for them. So I can't, I can't a hundred percent turn around and go, never do it. Never, ever do it. You should never do it because there is clearly an we, area where they want to. We talked about session zero about tone and content. And yeah, I would, I would. My biggest thing I would say is ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, just stay well away from it. It's not necessary. But you used a really good, interesting word there, and that was mature. Yeah. And you're completely right. Like to deal with stuff like that, you have to be, you have to be mature about it. And oh, this isn't a mature game. No, that's it. <laughs> Everything comes down to a silly joke or a horny guitarist. And mm. I think as soon as you throw in topics such as that, the next joke that you make is... is It opens up a huge yeah, can of Yeah, words. it's not cool. And I just can't imagine the kind of people that sit around at tables and can and can enjoy their Saturday night talking about that. So I agree. So I don't want to talk about it anymore on my Wednesday night with you, my friend. Done. Um, <laughs> so uh, Half Orcs... Um, labeled as not very good actually more nuanced than we think they are they've they've got some they've got some real pros i think i think it's it's possible to have a lot of fun with them like i say i like i'm a goliath goliath barbarian i'm a big dumb barbarian yeah. in my game in our game yeah um and <laughs> i've had so much fun with that and i really like the idea i think going forward playing D, i'm going to play really really simple characters i'm never going to be a tiefling wizard yeah okay i'm gonna keep it simple not because of any kind of like um sophisticated reason just because i like a blank canvas from which to work mm. and i think it's easier to develop your character character that way i do too mm. I, yeah i totally agree I, like i don't think i'm ever gonna i mean i'm kind of edging towards warlock for the next one and a tiefling work at that yeah. but um, at all, least, the thing is, at least Tiefling Warlock uh, has. Um, uh, it, it, you kind of know where you're going with it, aren't you? Yeah, like, I mean, you're, you're a bit dark and moody. Better than my dirt wizard. <laughs> I love your dirt wizard. <laughs> Just a farmer. 